0: Yeah, first I I want to apologize for my appearance. I mean, for those who are only listening, I kind of look like a little bit of a hairy mess. The 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 hot California sun has got my my whole facial situation, you know, a bit out of whack. So you know, it's hard dealing with 79 degree weather, right, Drew? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I like put on beard oil, I walk outside and it's instantaneously frozen. Feels good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then I walk back inside and then my lips are all wet because it's just all of it just melts. So a little wet lip. Yeah. You know, a little wet yeah. lip.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh with that, welcome to the show everybody. This is Ruthless Obsession. Um just me flying solo today with uh, Andrew of course, but you know some people could still consider that solo. Yeah,
1: I'm, I don't I'm, though. I mean, you know, I'm you know. here. I'm just you well,
0: you're a well, producer extraordinaire. You 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 make everything happen. I'm you, pick the up, fluff. Uh, you pick up. You pick up. You uh, you yes, you are the fluff. I'm the fluff. Um, the noble fluff. Uh, <laughs> so nothing would happen true. without you, Drew. So yeah. thanks for being here, buddy. Just just to listen to me talk for a little bit. No, uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna go back and forth. If you we're we're, we're gonna, it's gonna be a you and me show. Well, all the other kind of all the other lowlifes can't uh, make the time of day for us. Yeah, so. that's rough.
1: I am excited, though, because I feel like with it just being us, it's like super acceptable to give me a top three today.
0: So Oh, you want a top three, huh? You think you deserve a top three?
1: I mean, it's just you and I. So if I'm going to, you know, help carry the show for the time being, I think I need a top three.
0: <laughs> well, I figured for about... 15 20 minutes or so i just give myself top threes okay. um yeah we but can do no that but I, I, I could i'm happy to give you one a chair a little charity work boom um you know, we could talk some sports though
1: yeah for sure
0: so what what do you want my opinion on that's what i really want to know
1: <laughs> i i genuinely want to know what you think about all of the cam newton drama and the high schooler that's honestly like when i saw that did you see that that kid issued like an apology today?
0: Yeah with a with not very good grammar
1: not very good grammar and it also felt like super unapologetic. He didn't even like he was just like, oh, I was at the seven on seven uh, you know
0: I wasn't raised
1: that way, but he didn't ever say like that he actually felt bad or that like whatever. So what do you think about Cam Newton? And, well, uh, yeah, I, th-
0: I appreciate the question. I, I've, I will admit that I've always liked Cam. I thought he's always been such a great athlete, and to be on- quite honest with you, I think he's been a really good role model for a, a lot of kids. Um, he, the video we're talking about was one of his camps. He does a ton of camps. I know a lot of athletes do camps, but he's always been someone to me that I've always considered to have a really good reputation. Uh, A lot of people don't like him because he's dresses like flamboyantly and he's a bit outspoken. And, and, you know, after that Super Bowl loss, it was a really bad PR moment for him. But he just lost the biggest game of his life. And he's from all the looks of it. He's never going back there again. So, like, give him a little give him a little slack. But with this, I actually thought he handled it really well. And there was a second video, potentially one that will be seen a little bit uh, less then the main one where the kid's kind of telling him off and calling him a free agent and all that stuff uh, where he tries to kind of reach the kid and talk to him and um, teach him a like like use it as a teaching moment rather than just like a viral him going crazy thing. And I, so I thought Cam handled it actually really well and I, I, I respect him for that. And um, I think that in that second video, he talks, he says some stuff like, you know, I've we squashed it. We're all good. Cause I think the coach comes over and tries to like deal with it a little bit, but he says, no, we're good. I'm just trying to talk to him, that kind of thing. And the kid, you know, whatever, he's a high school kid. Yeah. Do I, you know, if I was, that was my son, would I have been pissed? Absolutely. But you know, the kid will whatever, you know, I, I don't think that You know, it's going to be it's going to follow him around on his resume. Like, oh, you're the oh, wait, you're the kid who dissed Cam Newton that one time. We're not going to hire you. Like, why does he have to apologize?
1: I don't I don't think that he necessarily has to apologize or anything. I mean, if anything, it's only really because it went viral. And the one that did go viral is the one where Cam's like, I'm rich. I'm rich. It doesn't matter. I'm rich. Like, you know, so it kind of looks bad. The one that did go viral Um, but the kid is there to learn from camp, like, like you're there at this camp for a reason. If you want to, you know, elevate your game, get to the next level, you know, seven on sevens are great opportunities to get scouted. I mean, I know they do scouts at a lot of those, especially the ones that are hosted by the pros. It's like, how, how is this You know, high schooler just coming in and acting like he is badder than cam newton (laughs) cam newton standing there like i you know
0: i get it but listen drew
1: ridiculous
0: he's a high school kid we were all like we all knew dumb high school kids that you know grow up and they're not so dumb anymore it's like you're in high school you're like 16 or 17 years old I don't know. It was it a bad was it was it a bad look for him? Would I have been disappointed in my kid if he had done that? Sure. But not the end of the world for anybody to actually think that Cam saying, you know, I'm rich. I'm rich. I think that was him taking the high road because he could have gone off on the kid for being like a nothing whatever. He could have kicked him
1: out of the camp. It's his camp. That's right. He could have been like, go home, kid. If you don't want to be here, don't be here.
0: But you know what? (laughs) I'm more disappointed in whoever was taking the video. Like, dude. Get a life. Yeah, just First chill. of all, you're playing football. Why do you have your phone on you? Exactly. Put that put that put that in your bag. Leave that. A, someone's going to step on it or it's going to whatever. Like all this voyeur this voyeuristic society we live in, not to get too deep, but you know, it's just like a very I'm more that's more upsetting to me. Well, like we shouldn't even be talking about this because it's none of our business. It's nothing that, you know, we have anything to do with. But now all of a sudden it's happened. It's out in the world. You and I are allowed to have opinions on it and now we're talking about it creating content based off of it and honestly i would rather talk about things that are more important not to deny, i'm glad you brought it up it's i all mean to like fine. be like yo what I, are you doing drew
1: i wanted to but like know, it's not important i wanted to know just because like you know some people you know think that it's not like that big of a deal to like call out somebody who's maybe slumping in their career or anything like that. But like, you know, at, at the same time, it's like cam's just trying to give back to the game. You know, you're absolutely right. And also
0: he's an NFL MVP. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing you can say is going to take anything away from him. Exactly. So you <laughs> keep trying if you want to, but like, I, I guarantee that that kid, like most kids, they're not going to do anything that impressive. He might. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know this kid. He, he could be great at, at a lot of things. But you know, <laughs> NFL MVP. You know, Super Bowl contender, leading le- leading all of the QB stats for an entire NFL franchise. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'll take that one over. Yeah.
1: And if that kid does get good, you can just say like, oh well. I mean, if you never went to that camp of, <laughs> you know, the, the MVP. If I were can- the, the all <laughs> the, the
0: ultimate thing would be in in like. 10 years that kid maybe plays for the end of the nfl like a practice squad team has a big big catch big touchdown catch in a game and can takes credit for it on social media <laughs> I, I
1: did that if you didn't come to my camp you would have never gotten that's anywhere. right
0: that was all me <laughs> yeah
1: what Good else job. you got um well we can switch it up and talk a little bit of baseball so I know I know the uh last time we had discussed maybe like some of your favorite teams and and you know like some of the baseball teams that you follow and I know that the Padres ah. are a team that you do follow.
0: Ah yes. And they just yes, made indeed, a sir.
1: really big announcement. So
0: Yeah, yeah, Tatís. That Tatis. that contract. My gosh, it was how many years was it? 14 years?
1: 14 years think like three hundred and forty mil. Yeah. Three hundred forty million. That's cool. I'll tell you
0: what, man. Baseball just they do it like no other. Oh, I mean, these baseball crazy. contracts, if, if you're an athlete, if you're an athletic kid, play baseball because I mean, I know there's like a the minor league system and a lot of guys don't get paid. But if you're good enough, you get paid. You get
1: paid. You get cool. paid like hardcore, too. I'll but, tell you what.
0: The, the, the Padres are spending like they're the Dodgers. And I don't know that they can, but they are. It's so, cool, though. of course, it's it's cool. It's great. I lo- I mean, I love I love the Padres. I hope I'm rooting for the Padres this year, obviously. And I like Tatis. He had a great year last year. He I I really think that they're trying to make him the face of baseball. And I can't think of anyone that would be better for that because he's young. He's he's. He, you could easily see him having a big, um, a big youth fan base, like drawing a yeah. lot of young people in. Um, he's good. He's real good. And yeah, real good, real good. Um, and this contract just solidifies him as not only the face of this franchise, but but I think they're. I mean, he's on the cover of the show, or yeah. what, is
1: it? It's yeah. the show, yeah, yeah.
0: The show, which I should buy. I really should pre-order that it or looks something. Looks good. I mean, yeah yeah um but hey i'm all for it the padres are a win now though i mean they got oh, yeah. oh with all the all the acquisitions they made in the offseason machado's still there in, in his prime like this is the time
1: they really did upgrade the rotation they got blake snell they got mm-hmm. musgrove which i think if they mm-hmm. if they take musgrove and really like you know train him get him you know peak performance i think that he could be really good he was pretty good for the pirates i mean all things considered but every pirates pitcher that leaves that org and goes to any org that has any good pitching coaches automatically they get elevated (laughs) like they get so good (laughs) instantaneously so Mm -hmm. i i hope to see musgrove do well but the the main reason i bring that up is because what i really want to hear about is your opinion on those kind of large franchise Esque deals that go on in baseball, like Bryce Harper, you got the, you know, like Mookie Betts, you got stuff like that, where they're just, they pay people for 10, 12 years. And, you know, those are kind of polarizing contracts. A lot of the time, it's because once they get paid, and they get like guaranteed money, a lot of those players kind of just fall off. So like, you know, what, what's kind of your take on those really high value long-term deals.
0: I guess, I don't know if I've got a really strong take on it. The one thing I will say is I'm having trouble thinking of one of those contracts that has worked out for the length of the deal. Because I I mean, when you sign a player, you're hoping that the money you spend is you're looking for a value. So you're hoping that his performance, I guess outpaces the money you're you're paying him and contrast like that. I don't think that ever happens. I mean, I think that the the Angels are still paying Pujols. I mean, that yeah, was that was so. one of those first mega deals. I mean, I don't know about. I know Stanton's played well, but I still don't know if the that long term the Yankees are going to see the full the full. I, I don't know. Get get the most out of that deal. I mean, I, I'm just I, maybe you know one is, is there a contract like that that you can think of that has paid off has actually turned a franchise around or, or really withstood the test of like the, the test of time for that the length of that contract.
1: I, I don't know if there's necessarily any deal offhand that I can think of that has lasted the 10 years or because usually by like year five, six, seven, they start to like actually consider trade options. And that's when nobody wants them anymore. That's when people are like, you got a lot of money left on this. And and that's when, Things like the Rockies giving away, you know, um, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Arnado. Arnado, uh, and like paying to get rid of him because it's like yeah. we we don't think he's gonna be that good for that much longer. He's already kind of slumping, so you know maybe we should wheel and deal him while like our big thing is they'll get ticket sales up, like they'll they'll get some people in the stadium, but you know you. Think of like some of the big ones that have failed over time, like Robinson Cano. Mm. Dude, that one fell off hard, like real mm. hard. Um, I am trying to think of. But you know, I think, I at really the time
0: though, this. at the time though, I think that everyone knew what was going to happen with that because Seattle wasn't in a place to contend, and it really did feel like a true money grab. And not saying that. Usually when people use the term money grab, it has negative connotations. Robinson kind of was fine to do that. I've got no issues with that, but he, but I think at the time everyone felt like he was going there because of the giant contract, not because it was, they were going to be a real contender while he was there. So that's a little bit different, but it it still is true that it didn't, it didn't result in any wins or a championship or anything like that. I mean, hell, I don't think the Mariners made the playoffs that that entire time.
1: Not only that, but I think he even got suspended for like PEDs for a whole season or something like that that like what a but but he was
0: guaranteed like a lot of money over that entire time well well, here's the problem going back to like tatis like with 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 a a non-salary cap sport if you don't pay him someone else is going to so they could have said hey you know tatis listen buddy like we we love having you on the team you know, we're not really in the business to do these mega deals. We want to build a, a good team around you so that we can actually contend and all. Well, the, all the the reasons you wouldn't do a deal like that in a salary cap support. If you say all that stuff, he'd be like, I appreciate you saying that. I, I, I appreciate that you say you value me, but... The Red Sox are over here, get willing to give me, you know, half the state of Massachusetts, so I'm gonna go there.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you pretty know, pretty easy so it's decision. like if you
0: don't, someone else will, and that's just it. that's just them's the breaks. Yeah, I think uh, when you're talking about these
1: kind of contracts too, I think the ones that typically feel like they fall off hard, um, but I think actually have better value is when you get long-term deals on good pitchers. And the Mm. reason that I say that is because a pitcher might have like an off year, like Justin Verlander, right? Like he goes to the Astros on, I think it was what, like five or six year contract or something like that, which I would say that's pretty long-term for somebody who's already pitched, you know, as many years as he did at that point for the Tigers and whatnot. Um, And like the first year he went there, you like slumped pretty hard, but then, you know, got him to the world series and you know yeah. like a whole bunch of other stuff like that and he he played great i was like prime verlander again so, so true
0: you know it's so true i mean you still have guys like david price out there whose prime was like 10 years ago but you know he's he's in the rotation on the dodgers yeah, and they'll probably win <laughs> like probably, he'll probably yeah. get another ring
1: yeah probably i mean dude like he he got all of last year off because he didn't play due to covid And, uh, you know, he's, he's already back at spring training now throwing bullpens and stuff like that. I'm excited. I mean, I, I can't wait to see what a year of rest will do for that guy. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he might come back better and stronger. Who knows?
0: But to your point, I mean, I, I I do just wonder, you know, how long will uh, Bryce Harper play at the level he, he does, or, you know, there are certain guys out there that turn into not role players, but kind of like, Okay. Kind of like with the Bucks um uh in football this year, where you have a bunch of names that used to be stars, but now they're now they're not quite stars, but they're still great. And you look at the list of names on that team, like you have Indom Kinsu and Jason Pierre Paul and that defense. And I mean, those those players were at one time the top three best in their position. They're not anymore, but they they can obviously still play and you put enough mm-hmm. of those guys together. So you, you, every once in a while you see a couple of guys like that in baseball um do that too but but i get the sense that that most baseball champ like championship teams they're not made up of a bunch of those guys they might have have one of them like ryan braun's still playing i think he's still playing well i mean he's one of those guys that's still getting paid a ton of money i think but um but but in terms of finding the value in 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 that big of a contract I mean, unless, like you said, unless it's it's an it's a, a generational pitcher, I don't know that you're ever going to get it. it it's it, it's merely done because if you don't do it, someone else will, and you don't yeah. want to miss out. Another thing I'll say is, I think from a fan base perspective, it, it can. We talked about this, uh, I don't know, several weeks ago in one of our episodes about you know what what trading away good players can do to a fan base. It can send a lot of messages. You know, lose support, gain support, things like that. You're doing a deal like this and locking up Tatis for this long. They are basically saying that, at least for the next seven years, which is still a long time, and that's only half of the contract. At least the next seven years, we we are going to have. They're choosing a face. They're they're going to have a defined era, and they know they're going to have this piece, this piece, and this piece. And the rest might flow, but it's it's like the like the Phillies with with Rollins, Howard, and you know, Victorino, was, like those guys. Oh, and, and, and um, Utley. uh Utley, Chase Utley, I was
1: I was going to bring up uh, Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins, and Shane Victorino as some of the notable guys who, like, were still really good even after they left the Phillies. I mean, heck, Victorino won World Series in Boston, and. Jimmy Rollins and Chase Hutley went to play for the Dodgers and they both did very well there too like I mean they were never like they were back in you know 2008 Phillies but I mean still like they they stayed pretty good for a long time Mm -hmm. and kind of you know made some of those deals look a little bit worth it because you got a lot of you know fan support and you got a lot of like um just value out of kind of good position players solid position players like that so
0: yeah so with the padres i mean if if they feel like their window is the next 3 to 4 years go for it and why not okay so you over you overpay on the guy but if you feel like you have enough young talent in your farm system that can come up and maybe fill some of the gaps that you lose because you can't i don't know afford to pay everybody um then go for it i mean what do you have to lose i mean you're the padres yeah. you know it's it's not it's not like you're the who the heck else I mean you got nothing to lose you got yeah, everything you, to gain
1: nothing to lose
0: I mean at, at the very worst your owner looks like a little bit of a he he's he's trying to buy glory but is that such a bad thing I mean gosh the nuttings in Pittsburgh get cr- crushed every season for not going for it so yeah if I'm a Padres fan and I might be um you can't be anything but happy with this. I mean, it's not your money you're spending.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, and honestly, I mean, he's still young. So like locking him down, locking him down for 14 years. Like, I mean, he, he might just retire off that after, like after those 14 years, he might be like, you know what? I've had a pretty good career. I think I'm going to call it.
0: It's going to be in his mid thirties.
1: He might be like, um, I'm done. It's okay. I don't need to, you know, play anymore. Or he could mm-hmm. go and do that elsewhere, too, and, like, still be kind of, like, the, you know, oh, I'll be the ticket sales guy, and I'll, you know, show up and be, like, the fan favorite. That's fine. Like, he's so young and locked down this kind of major deal. So, all the power to him. Love
0: the guy. Mm-hmm. I think
1: he's great for baseball.
0: So He really is. Yeah. I mean, dude... It- I mean, baseball needs a an IV of of enthusiasm and youth. Yeah, and and he might be it. I mean, flip that bat, buddy. Dude, I mean, he's do it. so
1: fun to watch. He's, he's so, good. so good. I mean, it's like when Jose Batista got good. Like he's like good and kind of cocky, but like, you know, just
0: Joey Bats. I, I forgot it's, about it's a that real guy.
1: Feel good, like when you watch him just like throw the bat, like look at the pitcher in the face. Like, come on, it just gets fans going, you know, so yeah. so good for him. Right on, right on. Um,
0: All right, what, what else you got, buddy?
1: What else do I have? Um, what about, uh, wasn't there like a golf tournament that just happened?
0: I know they had the waste management in... Uh in phoenix two weekends ago but i haven't watched any golf man i mean the only golf news that i i have gotten so far is that um tiger's iffy on the masters because he's got his backs flaring up again which like what else is new yeah, i mean it's tiger. but uh i mean it's tiger <laughs> it's I'm, i'll watch him if he if he was out there in a wheelchair i don't care
1: yeah that's actually um, that might be even more fun sometimes you'd be like wow he's standing uh, up from the wheelchair <laughs> he's putting a lot of arm strength yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) um okay well what what other um what other big things are going on soon haven't happened yet but soon
0: well i mean the nascar season's kicked off already we've had two races in the bag we got daytona which was won by uh, michael mcdowell i i keep wanting to call him graham mcdowell i think graham mcdowell's a golfer a scottish golfer i believe (laughs) i digress um so mcdowell won daytona after a big fiery crash though on the last lap uh and then the road the daytona road course was two days ago or yesterday actually yesterday and uh, christopher bell and actually i wanted to bring this up because i mean i'm sure it's it's said in nascar communities but it hasn't been said here yet joe gibbs racing has got the greatest collection of drivers right now and they any they have for a while i mean I mean, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, and now this young guy, Christopher Bell, that just won the road course yesterday. They're really good. I mean, a lot of a lot of teams like Hendrick Motorsports and 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 Roush and stuff. They don't. They, they might have one star and a couple up and comers, but it's just packed. I mean, they're literally running in the top five. All four of those guys are in the top five, and like sprinkling in like Logano every once in a while and that's your top five but just about every race last year and the year before that it's remarkable
1: who's denny's sponsor these days are you serious well because i i believe his his like sponsorship with fedex is only like he's only got like four races with the fedex car this year or something like that i want to say
0: i believe that is um completely inaccurate and I actually what? think that he is with FedEx for another three years. Is it? it was... uh, well, oh, yeah. I thought yeah, that it's he okay. had
1: some deal where he had to do, like, a mix of sponsorships.
0: Nah, man. Nah. Okay.
1: Well, shows how I much mean, I know about NASCAR. Oh,
0: that's all right. <laughs> the, the sponsorship game is not something that's that important. Um but yeah, it, well, that's, it's that's
1: why I would watch. It's like to see the cool cars. I like Who, I like who's, who's, who's that's your
0: favorite car. I mean, it's got to be the M&M car. I mean, it's no, so My good. favorite
1: car is the monster car. We talked about this.
0: I'm so sorry. Yeah, of course, okay. you know, I got to say Kurt Busch drive the number one monster. I think It's a Chevy. I think he drives a Chevy. The dude is a cagey vet. He's the definition of cagey vet. He, the dude drives with grit he he's he knocks people off Go the track. That grit and, and, and that heart. <laughs> he knocks people off and doesn't care. He he just unapologetic. I I saw him intentionally get into the back of people multiple times yesterday and it was fun to watch. I mean you, you, it it stinks I mean it's good because none of them were my drivers, but the dudes like Clint Boyer, who just retired, they just are old school veteran drivers that know exactly what they're doing and don't mind you know bumping and rubbing. It's it's awesome. Especially on a road course. Cause I it's because they're, they're it's it's much easier to spin someone out on all these turns and to get loose because there's so many sharp turns and you, you're going at a lot slower speed so it's not as dangerous. You know, it's different if you're you know going 200 on the straightaway at Daytona yeah. and you, you, <laughs> you spin someone out. You can almost die like Ryan Newman did, almost did last year. Yeah, that's but wild. um wild but yeah, hey, uh, Monster Energy, got, and you know what? He he was leading for maybe a one or two laps, and they're long laps. He was leading for one or two laps yesterday. Spun out, got off, pushed all the way back to like twenty fourth, and then still came up, and it was 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 contending at the end of the race. Quite, it was pretty impressive. It was yeah, cool to see awesome. that.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Um. The other the other thing, uh, kind of switching gears. The other thing that happened recently was. Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did. Yeah, the... switching yeah. gears. Got that's him. good stuff
0: um, that's why that's why that's why they tune in that's why they all yeah, want us
1: this, this is where you come for quick quips <laughs> no, no, no. um so my avs, they're they, <laughs> they they uh they beat you it. watch the winter classic so I, well it got postponed like oh that's right, that's right so that's right. so it was ridiculous I was listening to it while I was uh, painting room in my house and you know, they're, like, talking about how it's getting postponed, ice is melting, not suitable conditions there, whatever. You forgot and, how the sun works. Yeah, just, just a little bit. And then I was, like, you know, checking all day, just trying to see, like, when it's going to come back on. Dude, I stayed up to, like, 1.30 listening to that game. Just for that. Like, they won, which was awesome. But I was just, like, well, I, I can't miss it like i can't i'm i'm now a fan this is the second game that i get to listen to i got you know like i gotta hang out so i'm just like i will say though andrew this is
0: fun i will say though is that you know the Winter classic it's in tahoe you need to you need to be watching that game not listening to that game it's the whole point i know but i don't have they're cable. all gonna sound the same i don't have it's not like. The, it's not like the mountains you know changing Dude, just find I, an, I find know. an illegal Reddit stream. You do it; everybody does it. Just do it.
1: I know, I should, but I don't for some reason. I don't know why. I just don't
0: I get do that. I get why listening. You prefer it. I listened to a wild game the other day. I really enjoyed it. I get it. I'm I'm all in on on whatever form, however you want to watch it. But for the Winter Classic, when when the spectacle is the location of the game,
1: I guess that's the hand. other thing. Is like since I'm still getting into hockey. I don't really know all that kind of stuff yet. Like, like, okay, I'll, have, like, I'll educate you right now.
0: Okay. So um every game is played indoors except for that one. There is, you go. Is that for That's every, every
1: single team though? Does every team get a winter classic?
0: No, no, it's only a few. I think oh. um back when we could go to, to, to games, I think, I think it's the, I'm not sure, but I think the 2019 season they had, Four, four to six of them before you know because it was a big event. You know, you had to, you know, it has to work with schedules and location, and all that stuff. I think they were they had only done one or two in a year, in a given season, but I think they've increased it because people like it so much. It's so cool, and then to then to put it in a place that doesn't even have a team. It's almost like a neutral ice, um, and in such a cool location where Tahoe is. I mean, it's beautiful up there. Um, that was going to be something really cool. I mean, and it was cool. But, I mean, I watched but, uh, all
1: the highlights. If that makes you feel any better.
0: You know, actually, I'm glad you said that because it does make me feel better.
1: OK, cool. So, yeah. 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 Very um, good.
0: But I it... just wiped the floor with the ducks last night. Very pleased about that.
1: Well, good for you.
0: Yeah. Actually, it might have been Saturday. They won 5-1. They they, they started off really strong. They petered out and then had a bunch of COVID issues. Two games back, I believe they won both of them. Or they went one on one. Either way, let's go wild.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm trying to think. I I don't. I don't really JJ
0: know. Watt still hasn't been signed yet.
1: Well, sure. And I did. I don't know if you saw his tweet. I did think his tweet was well, real funny. Sure, so. but does anyone care? No. Somebody somebody tweeted um at him saying like, "Hey, can you find a team already and like sign somewhere?" And he was like, "I spend an hour." searching through DoorDash to not know what I want, finding a new team in a new city is going to take a little bit longer than
0: an hour. So, <laughs> you know, I got, I, I'm i so glad you said that. I got to, I got to mention this. Can I, I cannot tell you how many times I've scrolled through seamless or DoorDash and ended up just not even ordering anything. Cause I was so, and it just nothing, nothing helps you. There should be, every time you open up that app, there should be a little box That says, what are you thinking about right now? Forget food. What are you thinking about? And give me some like non-food related questionnaire. And then they're going to be like, you know what? Based on your mood, this is what you need to have. And you say, no, I I had like a burger last night. Well, you know what? I still really think you should get the burger. And they're like, oh shit, really? Is this really, this is that good of a burger that it thinks I should have this? Based, and it's based on my mood as well. So
1: sounds like this would be perfect for JJ Watt.
0: <laughs> I'm concerned for JJ. I mean, I mean he he's... shouldn't. He should. He he shouldn't. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It, right now, it's a sweet spot because because he's one of very few players that, since he's been released by the team, he can be signed now versus everyone else waiting until free agency starts in, in two weeks, two ish weeks. Something so. Like that. I mean, you have you have a lot of power right now, but as soon as as soon as free agency, I guarantee you something will work out before free agency opens up. Because as soon as it does, these teams aren't going to wait around for JJ. They're going to be like, you know what? I can go get a, another D.N. end who isn't as good as you right now, but he's younger, and I can and I can go get him now, and I can move on with my off season versus piddling around with JJ Watt and making sure he's got you know enough sushi places in yeah. in Cleveland. Give me yeah. a break.
1: I mean. I don't know. I mean, how how long has he been in the league now? Like 10 years? I don't
0: know. Dude's old, man. Like that? So... dude I think I I think that he played in the division when Peyton Manning was around. Was in the division? Um but I don't know that for sure. I th- I think he's like 10 years in at least. It's it's I feel like it's 10 years. We should like be able 10 to really, years. Really look this up.
1: Um so so you're looking at like a a 10-year pro. And I mean, he, you know, it's not like he's garbage. But, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's older. We've talked about it before on this show. He'll probably get like, you know, sub 10
0: sacks. <laughs> sub 10. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, I mean, like, this, uh, you this, know, I the 2021 I season five, but you know, the, the 2021 season will be his, will be his 10th season. Okay. Um, let's see here. Yeah, dude. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, J.G. Watt's not good. I don't even know if I want this guy. I mean, we talked about him already, so apologies for being a little bit repetitive here. But just going back in time, by season, five sacks, four sacks, 16, zero. Well, I think there was a lot of injuries in 2017. 1.5, and then you get into his good stuff, where he was like defense player of the year, like 17 and a half, 20 and a half. 10 and a half 20 and a half like the, the that was a sweet spot from 2012 to 2015 but hey man it's been five years since you've been like a dominant force so i mean i'm all fine i'm fine with grabbing him and having him on the team but it's got to be for the right price he's, and for the right number of years
1: he's not going to make your team worse
0: but he, right. he'll,
1: he's really like going to be transitioning to like the locker room presence where he's got to coach up the younger guys and really take on like the leadership role on a team. So, you know, it would be nice to see him go to some team that doesn't have a lot of role models. I'm thinking like if he went to the Steelers
0: and he like churched up the defense a little bit. Hold on a minute. Camp Hayward and Joe Hayden are doing a good, good job in Pittsburgh. Are they?
1: Pittsburgh's always got a lot of loose cannons.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who who named the loose cannons? I mean, AJ Brown stuff
1: like that. Like, I mean, Antonio
0: Brown, Juju. Those are all offensive guys. Those are deep wide receivers. And there's one thing we know about the Steelers: they can draft wide receivers very well. Yeah, they can. Mike, I mean, you go back forever, (laughs) but but, uh, uh, what JJ? Should go to a team that can win now. I mean, that that's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna need to happen for him because, like, we were just talking about the Bucks, and you have a Domkin Sue, JPP. Like, those guys aren't all stars now. What do you think, of, now, do you think but... of going
1: to Tampa? <laughs> if Tampa was like, hey, I mean, we just you know we won the Super Bowl, we got like a lot more money now. We could just sign him too and see if we can get
0: a second year out of this Brady stuff. So couple things on that number one is a team doesn't have more salary cap because they won the super bowl but the franchise in general made a lot of money i get what you're saying but i don't think that's going to help the cap situation other thing is i don't think that a lot of players are going to be leaving the bucks i mean i think levante david is their one big defensive free agent that will need to be re-signed. I think Indominus who has been on a bunch of one-year deals hopping around the mm-hmm. league. So he might need to sign and come back, but that's going to be dependent on whichever team wants to have him. But, you know, J.J., I mean, I really think the Packers could be – I mean, it's in Wisconsin. It's hometown for him. I mean, you have the last year or two of Aaron Rodgers in his prime. Not, not even in his prime, just like playing at the level he is, contending. I don't even see him – going to Cleveland. I don't see him going to Buffalo either for the same reason because it's not ready made. It's not like you know, serve it up on a platter. I mean, Packers were just a couple plays away. Yeah. You know. That's fair. So, we're like the Browns, you know, it's the first year head coach, who knows if it's going to you know happen again like it would Bills. be really nice to see the Browns stay
1: up there like i know you know i i I, I would like i i like baker i i really do i I shake and bake i really want to see him have like just a really long good career i like i get excited watching him play so like i'm he's exciting yeah he's he's exciting he's been fun to watch ever since college i mean i don't know i i'm a big baker fan so I I promise I will if he's always there in fantasy, I will always draft him because I love having Baker on my team. I mean
0: he was actually a terrible fantasy quarterback, so by all means go ahead and do that.
1: Doesn't matter. It's it's more just having him on the team. Yeah. He's got a couple good weeks in there. That's all you need out of him.
0: He does have a few good weeks, but he needs to have many good weeks. weeks. Yeah, all of the good weeks. Yeah. All right, dude let's fin- let's finish off here with the top three. I got I got one for you. I know you you've been clamoring for one, so here you go. This is your moment, okay? Well, I get but it
1: first, okay?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'll, I'll close. I'll, okay, yeah you know, this is your moment to shine here, okay? There's a lot of expectation, so do you need a minute? Do you want to compose yourself? Like what? How do you want to do this? Oh my God. Oh I can just my hit God. you with it. I gotta, I gotta breathe. I gotta
1: breathe. Okay, go. I'm a little
0: it. concerned for you. I'll be honest. All right, your top three national flags
1: oh man oh okay well i really like ukraine's flag it's dope um new zealand and germany germany's pretty cool. no
0: america what's the matter with you
1: yeah that's, i don't know yeah it's star too,
0: stripes a little overplayed
1: it's yeah it's, <laughs> i see it too much you know
0: <laughs> i get that i get that um
1: okay well now nah, i wasn't ready for that um okay for you That's the boy top three top three taco bell items
0: in order you just hit me across the face with that yeah. i mean Gosh, there are so many directions I can go with this. You got no idea how difficult and how lovely a question this is. Because I love thinking about Taco Bell. It's in great. order. I'll start with number three. Oh gosh, there's so many good ones. All right. All right. You ready? Frito's burrito. Okay. Or beefy Fritos burrito, whatever other adjectives they cram into the front of that the front of that thing. I think, but they, it's the Fritos I think they throw burrito.
1: in some five layer, if you know what I mean.
0: Five no, layer no, no, Fritos no, no, no. burritos. No, no, no. That isn't a menu item. That's not the one I'm talking about. That is that is not the one I'm talking about. Okay. I'm talking about just the, the beefy Fritos burrito. Okay? okay. All right, all right, all right. You need a little crunch in there. Yeah. Number good. two. Number two, chicken quesadilla. Classic. with a little with a little uh whatever sauce you want. I like to go medium. You can go mild if you want, hot for the dangerous. That's fine. Chicken quesadilla. And number one, you already know what I'm about I to say. I do know number one. <laughs> it's the cheesy Gordita Crunch with no Baja sauce. Okay. A lot of people call it spicy ranch. It's the technical name is Baja Sauce. If you're calling it spicy ranch you don't go there enough. So oh, it's the cheesy Gordita Crunch. 100%. But I, th- I think there's a theme here. My, two of the three top menu items have a little crunchy. You know, they got a little crunchy surprise inside. Oh yeah. And I think that I think that's something I'm realizing about myself. I appreciate a crunchy surprise. Boom. Boom. Episode done. See you next time. All right. So if you've listened this far, you must for some reason like what you've heard. So, um Given that, please remember to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter at ObsessionCast for all future episode updates and whatever else we might post, sports-related or otherwise. Thanks for watching.